Welcome back to Extra Point right here on KDOS AM 1060 online at KDOS1060.com. And now with the new KDOS 1060 app, Apple and Android users download today. We're going to pop on out to the KDOS hotline as we're joined by Dwayne Rankin, who's the Suns beat writer for the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. Dwayne, it's Bob and Kayla. How are you doing today? Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing well. Uh, you know, Dwayne, Kevin Durant, he made his de- debut with the Suns last night, 23 points and route to a 105-91 to win over the Hornets. But I want to go back for just a minute before the debut with the workouts, the preparation, the practices. We're starting to hear from guys that KD's work ethic, he's always in the gym, the demands that he has to be his teammate. If we're looking back kind of on this evolution of this Suns team, when Chris Paul came here, the intensity increased, the accountability increased. Has it risen? even more now with Kevin Durant? What's the sentiment and atmosphere like surrounding this version of this Suns team right now? Kevin Durant is someone that has accomplished uh, a great deal um, in the league, so he, he gets an immediate amount of respect. And then when you add um, you add the work ethic, when you add the commitments that he has made to play in the game, then you have teammates that are naturally going to follow that. And so, you know, that has taken it to another level because when Chris Paul joined the team, uh, they became a team that were like, okay, they, they'll be better. Um, they should compete for a championship. When Kevin Durant joined the team, it's they are now favorites to win a championship. And, and both of them are top 75 all the time, uh, 75 75th anniversary team uh, guys. Both have won gold medals. Durant has the championships. And that's why when you look at him joining the team, it's, it's taking it to another level in terms of the expectations. Let's go back to when they acquired Durant a couple of weeks ago. Were you surprised? No. No, because he wanted to, he wanted to come to Phoenix in the summer. So once Kyrie Irving, uh, you know, wanted out, then – Kevin Durant wasn't going to stay for that situation. Um, so it was a matter of them accommodating him, and and, I, and this was part of that deal with Mikael Bridges. Uh, Mikael Bridges raised his, <laughs> raised his level of play to the point where Brooklyn was like, no, 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 we, you know, we have to have him. And so you see what he's been able to do with the Nets. So, uh, you know, that was something that it all just fell into play. But I'm not. I wasn't. I'm not surprised. Once they went after Kyrie Irving and get him, then you know they were they were swinging for the fence, and they uh, hit a home run um, in getting Kevin Durant. He's Dwayne Rankin, the Arizona Republic and AZCentral.com Suns beat writer here on KDOS AM 1060 on the court with Kevin Durant. We saw his minutes limited, and Monty Williams says that he will be limited for another week or so. But I imagine that we they will also be experimenting with some different rotation opportunities as well. We've gotten so used to the staggering of Booker and Paul and at least one of them on the court at all times. So how do you see KD getting into the mix and kind of a new rotation and a new staggering of these big three? Well, that's, you know, they talked about it yesterday, at least, at least Devin Booker did, about how him or Durant will be on the court at all times. Uh, the, the way that they started the fourth quarter with Durant on the floor and, and Booker on the bench, because Booker usually plays the entire third, this is all going to be fluctuates. You know, because Durant's minutes got to get up. You know, he played, he thought he only was going to play around 20 minutes. He played 26 minutes. So, 
26, 27 minutes. So that's all going to fluctuate. But it's but the point is for them to keep building and building the minutes. Now, once that happens, we probably will see an entirely uh, different rotation in terms of how much he's out there. That's going to impact who comes in for him, how little they, how le- how much less they'll play because the Rams playing more. So they're trying to figure out who to start with. DeAndre Ayton, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul. They started with Josh Okogie. That could change. It could be Torrey Craig later. So this this is all Terrence Ross didn't play last night. He's part of this. You got TJ. I mean, if they, they, they got TJ Warren, if they played some last night, he hadn't played in a couple games. Landry Shaman is expected to come back. So you've got a lot of players that they got to figure out. So what you saw last night, you may not see in another week or so. So it, 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 it's all fluid. So I wouldn't read too much into what they're doing from last night's game because that is something that is likely going to change, even with just the fact that Terrence Ross is in play. Once he plays, he will be in the rotation. And Durant's minutes will build up, and, and they'll figure out ways to, to, to figure out, okay, when he's not on the floor, who's on the floor with Devin? Devin's not on the floor. Who's on the floor with Kevin? That's all going to be a work in progress. So what are your biggest questions or you know, possible weaknesses regarding the Suns with the new group? Well, I mean, you know, Mikael Bridges was a, was a was an outstanding on-ball defender. So, who, does anyone take on that mantle, or do they defend as a group? Um, you know, as, as far as that goes, I'm looking curious to see who if they can, if they find a guy that can be a defensive stopper. Uh, Durant, uh, you know, he played well defensively last night. Had a couple blocks, was in good position. I'm curious to see how that works because the Suns like to switch. So how does he uh, flow in that on those defensive assignments where he's guarding, you know, smaller guys? So I'm curious to see how how that works. Uh, I, if there's if there's concerns, it's just you know finding the chemistry. You know, do they have enough time? Do they have enough time to make this all work by the time the playoffs start? You know, we're talking. You know, we, we, it, it's going to be it's going to be April soon. So. Uh, I don't know that if, if I have if, if there is a concern, it's that can they find the chemistry? Can they get everyone on the same page? Can they find the right rotation? Can they figure out who does what? Uh, because with Durant, it's an adjustment for the rest of the guys. He already, you know, it, when you put a player in like that, then the other guys got to figure out how to play with him. Even 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 Devin. So is how, how do how do they mesh? How does this work? And chemistry to me is what's been the sun staple since Monty Williams has been there. That's not longer the case right now. The talent is better, but figuring out the chemistry and figuring out the rotations and the combinations and all those things is their challenge. And if they can pass that, then you're looking at a team that uh, they, they can definitely win a championship. Dwayne Rankin, the Arizona Republic, azcentral.com to follow his son's coverage right here on KDUS AM 1060 in the extra point. Uh, You know, this is kind of an unknown as well and seeing how it all unfolds. But Kevin Durant's presence on the floor, how can that open up opportunities for DeAndre Ayton? And how does his role have to grow in order for this son's team to be successful? With with Ayton, it's a matter of, you know, he's going to be someone, obviously, the rebounding is, is paramount for him. Uh, 
Um, that's something that obviously he's averaged a double double last night. He had 16 rebounds. Uh, you know, he's got to be that on the glass. Durant can help, but if they're playing a Kobe, he's a smaller guy. So Aiden's got to be more on the glass. As far as opportunities, you know, it's for Aiden, it's, it's about being aggressive. You know, staying aggressive. That's been the thing with him, getting up shots. Because Kevin, <laughs> you don't have to run a play for Kevin Durant. And you don't, I just don't have to. I mean, the ball moves, he gets a spot, he gets where he wants, he gets the shot off, and nine times out of ten, it's a really good shot. So the issue is not Durant getting shots. The issue is Aiden being aggressive to the point where, you know, he, he, he's impacting the offense. He's making teams make even more adjustments because they're already making adjustments with Durant. This also that book a wide open for shots. That has not happened probably since he was in high school. <laughs> so, 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 so he's getting wide open shots. So, so the shots are going to be there. The question is, how does Aiden does he get? He needs to get on the offensive glass. He needs to. to he's going to get mismatches because teams are going to switch, and he's going to be down there with a the little guy. And there were times that that happened last night. So, how does he do that consistently? That's Aiden. That's Aiden's whole deal. Consistency. Can he play? at a consistent high level for this team. And if he does that, that makes them even stronger, if that's possible. You mentioned Terrence Ross. How important is his addition? And he got, you know, obviously, he didn't play last night, and Warren right. got some minutes. Uh, if Ross is playing, how does Warren fit into all this? Well, it's a matter of, some, you know, with, with, with Warren, it's, it's tough. But actually, beyond, you know, Warren's in the best shape I've ever seen I mean, he's slimmer than I've ever seen him. Um, when I first saw him, uh, when he first got traded in, I was like, wow, like, you really could me and I thought He and I talked. I was like, yo, you're in great shape. And he was saying it was the first time he had really worked out because of the injury. Um, so he's in great shape. But when you're looking at him involved in this, you know, Ross is getting the first real crack at it, you know, in terms of, when he comes in, he 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 closed uh, the game against Milwaukee. Now Durant wasn't playing, but my point is that they they trusted him down the stretch of that game. So they so they so that shows you his value. So he's going to be someone because he can get his shot off. He's a bigger guard, and he's able to uh, you know someone that can just score off the bounce. Warren can do it too, but he's a four, you know, a three or a four. Ross is a two or a three. It just matters in terms of when you're putting together a lineup. And so, you know, Warren might have to sit for a while once Ross gets back. But it's a matter of, at the end of the day, you want your best players on the floor. And if T.J. Warren proves himself to be that to Monty Williams, at some point he will be a factor. Uh, you know, he has the resume. There's no question about that. And Monty's thing is comfort level. You know, he, he likes he likes lineups where he trusts guys. That's why it's Wayne right out there. He trusts him. He doesn't know Warren yet. He knows what Ish Wayne right will do. So that's big for, 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 for Monty Williams. Now if PJ Warren gets in the game and he starts playing well and earns the trust, that helps him get on the floor. And so that that's a 
that's a challenge when they when they're all trying to figure out who should be playing or who fits well with who, and it's a challenge for all of them. They talked about making sacrifices and and uh, but the, for, for for people who saw T.J. Warren when he was in Phoenix, it's kind of baffling for them to go. We saw this guy able to put up numbers, and now he's not and now he's hardly playing, or he plays when someone is out. So it's hard for some Suns fans to digest that. But for Warren, it's a matter of when opportunity arises, uh, show what he can do, and and hopefully for his sake, he'll get opportunities opportunities to play. You we got you got injuries that could pop up, all kind of things that happen this season. So the more talent you have on your team, the better. Dwayne Rankin, the Arizona Republic, azcentral.com here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Points. We've been spending a lot of time trying to figure out what the Suns do, how the chemistry gets built, what players get put into the rotations, etc. So when we take an overview of what's going on in the NBA Western Conference, who worries you in the West? I mean, it's jam-packed. At any moment, you can be sitting in ninth and you catapult up to fourth. The Nuggets are the lone team that have certainly been out front all season long. So what teams worry you match up well against the Suns? Well, the team that the Suns should be worried about because uh, I don't have anything to worry about. All i got to worry about is getting to the practices in the games here in Chicago. I have no <laughs> – that's my only worries personally. But for the Suns, they're worried. I look at where they are right now. They're there for I can see them easily getting to third. And just looking at the standings, um, I don't have them exactly in front of me, but, you know, Clippers and Mavs, they could play them in a first-round series. And that's a challenge on, on, a couple, on a couple levels. With the Clippers, you know, they got multiple guys that they could at least try to guard Kevin Durant in a seven-game series. You know that 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 can wear on a player if he's having multiple guys defend him. So that's you know the Clippers are a team that that that's a concern. Ty Lue is uh, arguably the best coach in the league when it comes to defensive adjustments, those kind of things. So that's the first challenge. The second one will be Dallas, uh, and not just because of what happened in last year's playoffs, but now Dallas has Kyrie Irving. Now they're trying to figure it out with him and with the Dodgers who plays, who gets the shots at the end. That'll all get fixed by the time playoffs come. But you're talking about two perimeter players that you can't guard individually. So that means you have to make an adjustment. And that means the Suns would have to make some adjustments on that end and then Dallas could go small. And then that would be the challenge as it was last year for the Suns when the Dallas went small. So, uh, Cleaver is back. So those are the two teams right out the box that I look at. And those that might be a more challenging series for the Suns than, say, when they play, if they played Memphis, Denver, or even, say, Golden State. I, I see those two matchups being more challenging uh, than possibly they would be if they played the Grizzlies or played the, or played the Nuggets or played the Warriors, the defending NBA champs. So uh, it could be a situation, but it's going to be a it's going to be a grind to get out of the West. Everyone knows that. And then once if they if they make it to the finals, then it'll be either Boston, Milwaukee, or Philadelphia. So uh, we're a little ways from that, but uh, there are matchups that should be of concern. But with the players that they have, starting with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, they have just as good of an opportunity to push through that as anyone else in the league. 
Last one for me. You mentioned, uh, do they have enough time to figure this out? Is there a realistic timetable in your mind for this group, uh, so to speak, to figure it out? I mean, I would think with 10 games left, right now, uh, they're, they're at, I want to say they're at, they got 20 left. So with about 10 left, you would think by that time, you would see what they're going to be. Um, and then you would see that probably for like five, six games. Then depending on where they're at in the standings, if if they that they can't you know make no progress, if they can't get you know much higher, if they can't get I mean so if they're just kind of stuck in a seating spot, regardless of whether how it goes, you might see them you know giving guys some rest. Although when I think about last year, they did that and then they came out against the Pelicans and were, and were rusty a little bit. And so all this is a challenge for. Not only the players, but for the coaches. Like, Monty Williams, this is a tall task. Like, mm-hmm. like people look at the team and they go, Coach, you have everything now. And, and, and so the pressure's on for him to make this work. And it, it's a challenge to do all of that. But I would think with 10 games left, you should see what they are. And then those, and they should play like six games. Or seven, and those last three, depending where they are, they may shut guys down a little bit, take, give guys a game off there, get to get ready for the postseason to be healthy. So, uh, health is huge, obviously, but if everyone stays healthy, with ten games left, you should know where they are. Dwayne, thank, fantastic stuff. Thank you so much for the time, and we look forward to doing it again uh, as the postseason gets near. No problem. Y'all take it easy. Once again, that's Dwayne Rankin. You can follow his work at the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com.